Chelada, 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 Frank, chelada. Frank, what are you chanting about Bud Light's chelada? Yes, Jamie, the original one, by the way. I mean, look, I understand because Bud Light chelada is the perfect blend of beer with clamato, spices, and a hint of lime, plus 4.2% alcohol. Right. Uh, you know what? Hey, I might, I might chant with you. Chelada, 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 chelada. Frank, Jamie, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, we're just chanting about Bud Light's chelada. So you have this new chelada chant? It's kind of freaking me out. But I'll tell you what doesn't freak me out are these new flavors that the Bud Light chelada has. They have original extra lime, mango, and fuego. I'm not going to go and chant about it because I may have nightmares about what I just heard you guys doing. But I cannot wait to pour my chelada over some ice. Come on, Rachel. You know you want to chat with us. Just a couple chants and see how it goes. Let's go. Come on. Um, chelada. 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 Come on, Rachel. Chelada. All right. All right. Chelada. All right. I'll try. I love you guys. Chelada. 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 Oh, wow. I, I think we have to go back to the podcast, guys. We've been chanting so much. We forgot. Oh, boy. Wait, but this is so much fun. I love Chelada chanting now. We can do more later. Bud Light Chelada, refresh the celebration. you guys it is that time in the show where we interview someone or someone's in this case <laughs> amazing oh, amazing boy. and i love that i don't have to use proper grammar on this show because i'm one of the hosts so without further ado they are friends to us they are here to celebrate on what is this very special 420 episode of latinos out loud please put your hands together for comedians actors creators mark rain and Black Rose. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have done it the other way around. I should have done ladies first. That was so like, but you know what? It's 2021. It doesn't always have to be ladies first, okay? I'm just <laughs> no, saying. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Sometimes it's all right, ladies. It's okay. And when best to like be this empowered woman than right now to be among the presence of Black Rose people? Oof. Right? I didn't know you were gonna say that. Thank you. Stop it. I don't. I don't know about you guys, but she. I am enters, a reflection of you. Even when she enters a virtual room, she lights it up, doesn't she? What is your It's just a little lash, and you know, green for the occasion. And this wall by Uncut Art. Shout out to Uncut. Um, okay. It, it helps a lot too. Our listeners. I describe what the art is because it looks really dope. There's a lot of cool sayings and they're born without rules. Yes. You can't do, uh, you can't do epic shit with basic people. Wow. These are like too, words many, to too many humans, not enough souls. Mm. Art this is, is an attempt to find peace and chaos. A lot of great like quotes. Shout out to Uncut. Uncut Day is coming up. Make sure you guys follow him. That's, that's um, and he came and did this mural for me. Protect your energy. You guys don't see that? That's dope. That's dope. That's nice. That is. And it's, great to, it's, great, 
it's great to have Black Rose and Mark Rain um, on the same show because they've been on Latinos Out Loud individually, and now we're combining the two creative comedic forces this is together. This why virtual world is so great. Yes. Like, we were able to just get back on it. Double trouble tonight. Oh, yeah. With this. And how timely, right, that they're here because you guys, you know, you're doing your thing separately and among other crews and, you know, in your professional worlds, which we're going to definitely delve into in the next few seconds. But lately, you've been producing a lot of comedy content together um, for the gram. And the chemistry is so much fun to watch. And then mm -hmm. you throw in the 420 flavor sometimes. Like, tell us mm -hmm. how you guys came together and, and tell our listeners a little bit about the content that you create. Go ahead, Mark. Take off. Um, I'm trying to remember when exactly me and Rose met. Definitely was through the social media circuit. You know, we all just started doing skits. You know, shout out to the Have a Good Night crew. Um, you know, Ken yeah. Green. You know, and um, I think Ken Stars did uh, brought Rose around, and that's how we ended up meeting at some point. And um, and uh, me and Rose, we, <laughs> we kind of, you know, we we definitely bond. You know, like we're both spiritual people. You know what I mean? And then uh, our comedy is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Than what uh, most people uh, go for on social media. And so we try to make sure that you know we're. We're hitting certain marks. We're hitting different jokes. Um, and uh, we're just going with what actually flows. You know what I mean? Like, we're not forcing nothing. And um, so one skit led to the next skit. We started, you know, we did, like, the spiritual one. Remember that, that was one? hilarious. <laughs> Tell us she about like, that one. Tell yeah. us. Uh... He, had, he, had, he had it look like I was floating. What I love about Mark is that he also knows, like, technology and how to fucking edit. And, you know, he has his engineering um, degree. Right? If I'm not mistaken, that's how you yeah. say it, right? Yeah. And so I like that, <laughs> that he was able to make certain skits that I had in mind. And, you know, like... When you're starting off, you're scared to do certain things. And it's like, it felt like, cool. Once again, like someone that's spiritual, someone that understands and is like down to fucking try some stupid idea and see what happens. Yeah. So then in the skit, um, she, she uh, we're a couple, but she makes me do meditation with her. And so I get, you know, I have like an out of body experience during meditation. And she traps me in the meditative state just to go to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know how to come out of the meditation, you know. So my spirit's trying to dive back in my body, like yo. Now up. Black Rose, Black Rose, I know your Instagram. You actually do a lot of um, meditative stuff, right? You're into meditation. Yes, I do. Was this taken from like a real life thing that that happened to you? No, it never really happened. I never tried. To... <laughs> and tell us everything you did step by step. Not that we're gonna follow your instructions, but you know. Was this based on a true story? Based on a true story? These are all very exaggerated situations, oh, yeah. and that's what's so fun about the art of sketch and acting. We can fucking play any role that we want to, and it's just. That's what makes it funny to me, the exaggeration. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, there are people like that. So there's people that relate to it. So I just make fun of everything myself. Every situation is never that serious. Like it's just it's just um, jokes at the end of the day. As someone who's done stand up Black Rose, like how does this how does like sketch comedy compare to stand up for you? Uh, 
It's similar with the the fact that you take certain stories and you make kind of fun of them or extend them. But I love stand up because I don't know, it makes me even more nervous, which uh, it feels even better once you get on stage and, and you connect with people and you just remember to just tell your story or whatever, you know, set that you're coming up to do, but still feeling that energy directly from people is powerful. It feels great. Like it's, I can't explain it. It's, that connection with people, the more you get to connect with people one-on-one, como que más energía te da, like it amps me up. Mm. All right, all right, nice. So I I would like to talk a little bit about 420, okay? <laughs> not, that, yeah. not that this is the main topic that I want to talk about because, you know, we got to talk about work and business and stuff, but this sort of does fold into that because, all right, let's, Let's just be blunt. <laughs> no pun intended. No um, no every pun intended. <laughs> there, there will be so many weed puns on this episode. Just preparense. Um, so my, my friends here are actually folding in their passion for cannabis, right? Because mm. we're, 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 I don't think any of us are like, you know, the like, TV stoner type that's like, hey, dude, let's just sit in front of a TV and get stoned and high all day. Like, Mm -hmm. we are all hard fucking workers Mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. But you two have, like, creatively folded your passion and being weed connoisseurs into your work. Rose is an ambassador for Happy Monkey. Right. right. You, Happy Monkey. You've worked with several different brands at this point from brands of papers, right? Like both of y'all are using your comedy and I see you. You're doing more and more branded content, which is so genius because, hi, we have to make a living here as artists, number right. one. And you're you're paving your own cannabis friendly comedy lane, which I think is so admirable. And I want to just, if you guys could talk about that, like why you chose to be so vocal. And Rose, as a woman, we're not always the ones who are vocal about being pot smokers, you know, and cannabis connoisseurs. But you shouted out from the mountaintops with pride. So could you guys talk to us a little bit about how you've infused, (laughs) another pun, infused the (laughs) weed life into your work life? Um. Well, mine's a little probably gonna be a little shorter answer than Rose at this point, because um, I definitely have done content with, you know, the infused <laughs> weed. Either I'm already high, or I'm smoking in the skid. Um, I don't always promote that I smoke though, you know, and I don't actually, I haven't, I uh, at least yet promoted any cannabis company, um, you know. Not that I wouldn't, you know what I mean, but. Um, it just hasn't happened for me in my page. Uh, I actually came back to smoking March 31st, the day they legalized weed in, in New York. Oh, wow. wow. Nice timing there. Hey, welcome home, friend. Welcome home. Make yourself month, at home. I took a three-month break. I took a three-month break, you know, um, just to kind of like <laughs> make sure that I can I can stop when I want to. You know what I mean? And I'll, yes. I don't have that mental power. You just got to check in every now and then. Uh, oh, but then I love I was, that. Yeah, and so then I was like, well, they legalized it. And I was like, I'm actually also on a project where the character has, you know, a moment with the the, the, the scene partner and they have like, you know, they smoke in a blind. And so we were rehearsing and the, the director was kind of like, you know, like, well, it was funny because he's like, can you act high? 
And I was like, I don't know. I, don't know. I was like, I know how to act drunk, but how do I act? He was like, no, 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 no. He was like, can you get high and then act? <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yo, all you got to tell Yo, all you got to be like is, yes, I use the method man method. Um, and so, yes, I'm, I'm very method. I'm very method man. So I know what yeah. I'm doing here. Are they, are they, that's kind of like, I guess they would have to call you a under the, an under the influencer. Because you oh! are. Oh, I like that. Jamie, you wrote that earlier. You wrote that earlier. You've been saving that for this episode. I don't want to hear it. So like yeah, it. so it kind of it kind of cracked the ice for me, because uh, then I was just like, man, like they legalize it. This is rehearsal, you know. It, this is to make sure we could get this scene because it's uh, it's an interesting project, but we could talk about it maybe more later. And so boom, so I'm back on the you know I'm on, I'm on the cloud wave. So there's gonna be a special 420. <laughs> wow, a legal 420. A legal 420. A legal 420. Yeah, guys, do you guys get high before you do your skits a lot of times? A lot of the time. They can't give away the secrets. I love smoking. <laughs> Listen, I love smoking. I I have always been yeah, very vocal about it. I wasn't at one point because you go through those moments like, are people going to want to book me? Are people going to want to do this? Am I going to get fired from my job? Like, you go through that as an artist. And, and reality is that if it wasn't for weed, I wouldn't be able to express myself as I do with my creativity. It's... It's, everything is healing. The weed, the fucking laughs, everything. So I'm very proud of it. We have to speak up about it. I'm glad that we're finally legal. I was with a friend the other day in the stoops of Harlem, smoking some salsa. Oh, and everyone was like walking by, like cheering us on. Like, yeah, woo, yeah, <laughs> People on bikes, people like walking by, just cheering us on, and it felt great. The cops were right across the street, and they can't do nothing. <laughs> Yo, all I'm saying is now that it's legal, 420 in New York City, it's gonna be so cloudy that day. Everybody, just put on goggles, put your contact <laughs> lenses on, take a Benadryl, because all the smoke. The Statue of Liberty out. has a fat ass blunt already rolled. <laughs> Amazing! Oh my god, I can't. Oh. Tell me, like I'm saying something. She's like this right now. One of the saddest. Um, I've never seen Rachel more more sad um, um, since the time that we were in LA, and then so we were in that Bring the Funny Show on NBC, and then we lost, and so we went home, you know, earlier than we thought we were, and oh, we yeah. went home a day. We went home a day before we get. We went home a day before four twenty. It was four nineteen. And Rachel already had plans for 420 in LA. She was like, yo, I'm going to go to all these dispensaries. I'm going to throw yes. a party in the hotel. And then yes. they were like, yo, you guys lost. You got to go home like a day early. Like, wait, what? And they booked our shit already. They no. were like, oh, when are you leaving? Within the next 12 hours, pack your shit. Good night. She was crying no. in the airplane. She was crying and sobbing in the airplane. It's okay, Rachel. <laughs> You know what? Since we spent 420 in the air, I made sure to stock up on edibles and mm. I was celebrating, okay? I was cel <laughs> it was 420 somewhere in the air, okay? Yeah. But yeah, that was sad. Heard you. Heard you Period. So, okay, let's let's talk more about this. I want to ask Rose cuz now I know you're a writer, you know. Rose is I'm so proud and happy to say part of the hilarious crew, like part oh, of the bones. Yeah. She's part of the bones, the skeleton. 
the Jamaican air horn is always welcome on this show. Um, but Rose is part of, you know, she's the backbone, bro. And like she's writing now and still like able to tap into her passions of cannabis. So you recently wrote a few articles, right? Can you tell us about your published pieces of like cannabis Stop creativity? Stop it. Well, no, shout out to Happy Monkey. Shout out to Dave for curating this Happy Monkey e-magazine. And, you know, I've always been a writer. And for a long time, I've like shut that down. I, I shut a lot of stuff down in my life. And, and now all these opportunities and these people, having people by you that motivate you, you, Rachel, come on. <laughs> the sketches, you, you helped me so much. And I remember like the growth. And I love it. So yeah, I, I wrote a few articles. I wrote an article about the high and hilarious girls. And that's going to be a thing now. That's my thing now. I'm just going to write about high and hilarious women for Happy Monkey and other stuff here and there of important topics. So make sure you guys check out happymonkey.com. Um, I have my, my, my tray, my ashtray, my grinder. Make sure you guys get some merch, but I'm going to stop plugging. Back, back like, no, no, this is where you plug, okay, homie? So, yes, you have branded merch, like Black Rose merch for your, you know, weed festivities out there. And where wow. can they find that, by the way? Um, Everything is through Happy Monkey with that stuff. And my branded merch, they could just DM me. I'm still in the process, guys. Just DM me, though. If you ever want to do an infomercial, Rachel has a really good infomercial like voice. She can she can be the oh, she, that I know. she can be the home shopping network person. Like, oh my god, I that is I need one of those. I want one of those. Wait a second. So you're telling me that the Black Rose Grinder stores the keef on the bottom for consumption later? Is that what you're telling? Are you telling me that it's only three easy installments of $9.99 right now? I love it. You got to do that for my rose blunts, guys. I will be coming out with rose blunts. Ah. I got stuff working. There's stuff happening. I just got to, you know, pace myself. Nice. Well, I know someone's pace who cannot be slowed down, and that is Mark Rain, okay? Mark Rain, we got to just big him up real quick because you're not only, like, a friend to the room and we're just, like, you know, hanging back, watching your growth, but, like, you have been a supporter of ours, of Room 28. Thanks. You came to our shows, you know what I'm saying? We've been feeding off of each other for quite some time now, That's both fun. in front of the camera, behind the camera. I love that. You know, it, for y'all listeners out there, like, we are true friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we are those Latinos at, that I wish all Latinos would be like in terms of the cross-pollination and the just support of one in each other's growth. Like, the 100% puro de verdad support. Right, so, right. We need to hear from you about like that growth that I was talking about earlier, because, you know, we started seeing you on the come up doing the comedy and now you've like got a gazillion followers on Instagram. You're mm -hmm. shooting movies every weekend, Mr. Fucking Hollywood. So like, <laughs> you know, you're like a baby brother to me. I'm so proud of you. I've always said this to you, Thank but you. like you, you last compliment for the night. Honestly, that's it. Because it's like OD, but I love you. <laughs> and the other thing I'm going to say is like. You are such a renaissance man. Mm. I've never seen anybody with such hunger, with the ability to do so many different things at 100% capacity. Mm. So I guess my question is, I want to hear about your career trajectory. Rose said it before, you have a degree in engineering. And 
where where you at now? So talk to us about what what that like you know what that growth has been like. Oh my god, appreciate that shit. Built me up, and I'm like, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> Don't disappoint us. Shit, because um, <laughs> it's a long story, and uh, it's a long no story. So I'm gonna try and like you know highway speed this, but um, but yeah, I definitely have a, an associate's degree in mechanical engineering. I was really good at math. I wanted to design cars. Most of from a creative place, you know. Um, uh, and so then as I was going to college to get my bachelor's degree in, so uh, a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. Sorry, I'm smacked out. And so... We <laughs> understood, <laughs> though. The fact is, we did understand. Yeah, I didn't think so, it 100% clear, actually. And so then, um, you know, long story short, in the middle of pursuing the bachelor... And uh, CCNY for mechanical engineering, I just decided to drop that, made a, a major switch to theater and uh, kind of just took my leap of faith that way. And um, and just kind of knew immediately, you know, that first semester that this is what I want to do. You know, I wanted to be a part of influencing people in a way that I think, you know, the world needs. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I was watching a, a play. I was watching a movie. I think it was a Will Smith film. And it moved me, you know what I mean? And I was just like, damn, like, that's a power, you know what I mean? To be able to move me, just watching this film, it got me want to cry, like, what's, what's that? You know what I mean? And so, you know, again, speeding it up, you know, I, I took my chances. I just decided this was it. And um, while I was in college, I got a camera and I just started, you know, I had a lot of curiosity in how do I set this up? You know, how do I how do I learn about these lenses? Like really understand this whole film thing that I'm trying to live inside of, you know, and um, trial and error, you know what I mean? Nothing, there's no, there's no experience. There's no teacher better than that. You know, you just trying to do something, you know, looking to fail to see how you failed, where, where you failed and how you can get it better. You know? So I remember I would take photos. I would look and be like, and people would be like, yeah, this looks really good. And I'm like, yeah, but how, how do I get it better? You know what I mean? Kind of just kind of staying in that learning curve. Okay, I appreciate that. You know, but how can I get this better? And doing that in every area of my life, you know, with my acting, with the photography, with editing, you know, it was like, how can I make this smoother? How do I transition this? How do I fade out? How do I come out of certain things? Almost like a DJ, but with visuals, you know? Um, mm. And so, like, thinking about it, you know, and so... It kind of, you know, all feeds into this equation because my brain now functions still in a mechanical engineering way where it's all an equation. Filmmaking is an equation. It's just different variables, you know, and sometimes these variables take other equations to solve, you know, art department, editing, you know, visuals, effects, special makeup effects, if you need it. You know, it's just, you know, changes, as you guys know, in this film industry. And, um, you know, now over 10 years doing it, um, having experience from shooting, editing, you know, uh, producing, being in front of the camera, you know, it kind of turned me into just like this, what I like to call a creative engineer. <laughs> mm. um, where, you know, I can step in and, and just, you know, ultimately the artist's biggest thing is their ideas, right? Like it's the ideas that we ultimately, that come to us, <laughs> right? That like, damn, you know, that's a great idea, you know, because everything ends up being problem solving. You know, I, I could already hear a Latino parents saying, "Mira, but you don't get no diplomas for being a creative engineer, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got two. But listen, I got two degrees, and I'm just gonna add them up. 
Yeah. Now, listen, degrees and movies. Like, make up the movies that you've been in. I mean, yes. I, I, you yeah. know, I've done a lot of, I went the indie uh, filmmaking route. You know, I was yeah. in that what feels like a hamster wheel in the in the mainstream where you're trying to get something on TV, you're trying to get a commercial, you know, and you're running from audition to audition. And I kind of put a stop on that, went the other way and said, you know what, what well, I can make this content with my peers, you know, try to build in the Latino com- filmmaking community. And um, and so I've done so many short films, <laughs> you know, where now I'm like gaining a bunch of feature films and, you know, um, I got a film right now, two films on Amazon right now. One is called Anna Adore. Hey. You know, it's a sci-fi, it's a sci-fi drama. Um, Amazing. And I that. It's such a such a really cool film. Shout out to, to Adam, Bianca, the whole team over there. Um, and then the other film I have is called Subpoena, which I, I won Best Actor in a Comedy for. Yeah. You know, right. Latino for that film. And that film is on Amazon. Shout out to Ramon. Shout out to, All you right. know, your family, Ramon Andrew Pesante. Casanova. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Andrew Casanova, who, who you know, he, uh, he cracks me up so much in that film. Um, and then I have a new joint coming out soon called Super Block. You know, shout out to Ramon Rodriguez uh, and Chase. So I've been seeing that a lot on your page. Yeah, man. Um, That's my next joint. You know, I know someone else is in there in the room. Wait, I know Rachel's up in there. Black Rose, I'm pretty sure you are you coming out in that somewhere in that movie. She's got a cameo in that. Okay. Um, Yo, I have played Mark Rain's mom at least twice <laughs> on screen at this point. Right? Is that is that true? I think so. This film, Super Blocked, we have one pretty emotional scene that yeah. I cannot wait to see. Yeah. I cannot wait to see that. And I have to say, I love playing your mom. It's old, it's it's genuine because I'm so proud of you. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> right, I don't think right. I'm old enough to be your mother. I don't want to like put that out there, okay? I got you, you know I got what I'm saying? You. Not that fucking old, <laughs> but like, you know. Uh it's it comes <laughs> off really organic on screen because it yeah. is genuine. And I'm happy you got. I'm happy you guys got to finish it, be, or get, you know, because there was a point there where you had to stop because of you know everything that's going on in the world. Right. And the yeah. last time we talked to you, we had you hadn't finished yet. You were going, you know, going to Puerto Rico to get some, right. to get away from the city. Right. And but it's great to see like the videos of you, you know, bringing it back up, you know. Continuing shooting in the last few months and yeah, um, yeah, well, we fully wrapped on it now, so it's all in post. All the post magic is not happening. I actually saw a rough cut of it, and um, I fucking love it. <laughs> you did. That's great. Tell me more. I want to know. And how did I look? What? I don't know who asked that question. <laughs> it looks great. It looks great. You look great in all the scenes. Rose looks great in her scene. You know, um, it's just a, a. It was just a major skeleton, you know. But it was nice to finally see it. You know, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a flow like that, kind of see the life of it. We watched it two times in a row, you know, and so now it's just about, you know, polishing it up. You know how it goes. The, the, the editing yeah. process. Movies take time. The, the, the editing process is so tedious, you know, because there's so many elements to it. And so nice doing the music, you know, he's fine tuning, he's cutting down. You know, but it's gonna be a full feature, and um, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun for people. We gotta it's see the crazy. Snyder cut. We gotta see the four-hour Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know it's there. I know a lot of riffings going went on in that film. There must be so many bloopers. That's gonna be such a great part. I hope that's added that in is. the end. Can yeah, we just yeah. give? 
Can we give our listeners just maybe an overview of what Superblocked is about? And then maybe we could just talk about our characters real quick. Because I feel okay. like we all know. But right. the listeners are probably like, yo, we're like not your friends. And we're not in your clique. Uh, although, yes, you are listeners. You are all our friends. Okay? All of That's you. Except for the ones that hate listen. Because we talked about that two weeks ago. Go ahead. Bless them too. Superblocked is about a young entrepreneur who's trying to find a way to help his mom get some money. You know, and so he comes up with a brilliant idea, a brilliant new business in cock blocking. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, he he finds success in people paying him to go and cock block for them and creating an opportunity, an opportunity for them to go and, you know, kick game. And uh, it's uh, it's a it's it's a pretty hilarious premise. It's, It's just really funny. You know, um, it's the type of comedy that I don't think is made in this generation of comedy. You know what I mean? It kind of like taps into that silly, you know, um, really fun comedy, like in those early, you know, I don't dare want to compare it to films like, you know, Dumb and Dumber, but like, you know, the, the, that silliness, Robin Williams silliness that Chris Farley, like, really fun um free with the comedy stuff and so it's, it's, it's and there's a lot of people in it y'all i can't wait to see this there's a lot of people in it and what about your character rose tell everybody about what you play in just some girl at the bar and they come <laughs> the guy was kind of whack and they came and swift me off <laughs> nice well i'm sure you killed it as some girl which is often the character in the script you know um i i play I play Mark's mom in the film, and she gets effed over by some dude and uh, loses Mm -hmm. a lot of money. And as the caring son that Mark is in the film, he does everything he can to get her the money back so that she can buy the house that she wants to. Uh, It sounds like real Mark. It does sound like real Mark. It certainly does. Life imitating art. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here at Latinos Out Loud, we love to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And in this case, it's the 420 puzzle because it's the 420 episode of Latinos Out Loud, people. And we're so excited to add to this roster tonight. I mean, not only Black Rose and Mark Rain, but we have a very, very special guest that's here to equip our listeners, which is what we do here at LOL. Please put your hands together for Tenant Advocacy Coordinator. She was also integral in the legalization process of marijuana here in New York. City, put your hands together for Pilar La Problema y La Solución. Thank you, guys. Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Thank you welcome. For me. Welcome. Glad to be here. Yo, not only are you here, but you're like tuning in on your birthday from Puerto Rico. So much admiration and respect for you. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday Thanks to you. Happy birthday to Frank, we don't have birthday. Frank, it's, it's like a lot. We yeah. don't have legal. Um, we're not legally allowed to sing that song. It's important, yeah. you know. So my birthday <laughs> it happens every year, but you know we don't get marijuana legalized every year. So, hey! uh, so are you blowing boom, out boom. the birthday blunts this year, or are you wow. blowing out candles? Yeah. What are you doing? Yes, Yo. all of that. You know, it's it was 
in the beginning, it was a little like I was still numb because there's just a lot of emotions that comes with it, obviously. Um, and also, so- and also because you spoke some really good shit, right? Yeah. That can make you emotional too. That can really definitely numb. make you emotional. I was numb for like ten minutes. Yeah. I had to because if you watch some of these electeds, they make you want. I I don't know how many I smoked watching the vote because the vote went for like eight hours because they like did a filibuster so i think i smoked at least 20. <laughs> yo the only reason i know how filibusters work is because i i like i um during the break i i um i saw all of west wing on, on netflix <laughs> like seven seasons of west wing and now it's like i knew I, I never knew what a filibuster was but you could literally like stay like long hours getting the filibuster done right like it could last yeah, and the, the repu- you know the the more rate wider you know elected officials legislators of the state you know who still believe that marijuana is a gateway had a lot to talk about that it wasted a lot of time and energy they're like um i like to call them in my opinion because i have to say my opinion um they're like vampire energy vampires mm. well so i don't that's what they're I don't know much about filibusters, but I know more about Philly busters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and waiting, I, waiting for that one. Waiting for it. I was patiently waiting. <laughs> patiently waiting. I have a lot of patience now that I'm a mom. But yo, yeah. okay, Pilar, we got to take it back a few steps because I, I told our listeners what your title is. But could you tell us in your words what you do in your profession? What, what do you do for a living? So I wear about a thousand hats. That's just because, you know, I'm an Aries, obviously, born uh-huh. a fire sign. I'm passionate Latina, born and raised in East Harlem. So I'm just, you know, you know, I've been obviously affected by many different racist policies in this in this city and in this state and the country. So I'm a ten advocacy coordinator. I sit on multiple different boards, including New York City Normal, which is the national organization for Mar- um, reform of marijuana regulate you know laws. Um, I sit in the coalition. Um, I'm a. I sit on a nonprofit. I have my own business. I started. I was a co-founder of a worker co-op. So I wear many many hats. I've ran for office twice, which is why you know I know where you know when I said about Mark's neighbor. I Wait, ran which in- office? What were you running um, for? A, it was a very local office. It's a district leader, but it's a very powerful one that a lot of the people in the community are not aware, which is part of the reason why I ran. And um, the second most powerful person, Melissa Mark Veredito, she was holding the council and this position. And I thought it was really, I, and I also worked with her before, and I thought it was just really, you know, greedy of her to hold both positions, especially when she had city council. Um, so I ran for office just to also get people motivated to do things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it could be done. In a nutshell, I'm in everything. I, I'm, and I'm in housing. I'm in, you know, trying to close Rikers, trying to end solitary confinement. I've been on Rikers Island. I've been arrested. I've been harassed by the police. I, you, everything, you know, unfortunately, what comes with being a Latina in this city. And so I, I'm passionate and I got no hair on my tongue. And, you know, I, but I say it with love, too, you know, like <laughs> it, it, it all comes from a good place. Like, I'm just tired. But you've helped fight. You've helped fight. You've taught me, you know, you had me out there like lobbying. I never even knew what, how that process was. And you was out there doing this to help legalize here in New York City. And it finally happened. So, like, I appreciate you, like. 
I like that. Be local, like be out there. Like, like why, why being vocal means that you're crazy and that's what they're going to label it. And you got so to take notes from, you know, the young lords, right? We they, they didn't like mm-hmm. stop. They, they took over shit. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I have family that was, you know, members of the young lords. And so that's mm-hmm. a lot of where my passion comes. And so with marijuana legalists, you know, fighting for that, it was just obvious. I'm a kind of, kind of, kind of sewer. So, you know, I've myself have, you know, been in situations where I could have lost a lot of, you know, of my livelihood because, you know, being arrested for marijuana caused a lot of things for a lot of people and families in the state and country. So it's just, you know, I'm passionate and I don't give up. And, you know, I just, again, it's just passion. And I just want to see my people heal and, you know, become, you know, powerful own their power because we have so much power it's just that we've been you know like we've been oppressed for so long that we just normalize the the, the bad things yes. and don't realize how much power we have mm. yes so my next it's amazing what we're experiencing right now um okay so let's get down to some nitty-gritty Okay, let's get down to some granular. So uh, another reference. Um, <laughs> uh, let's let's grind it down. Um, <laughs> so what does everyone need to know now that marijuana is legal? What information should we be equipping our listeners with so that they so that we got their back and they know what to do out there in the streets? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, there's a lot to know, and you know, who knows? How, we don't have that much time, but like. You know, some of the basics, like obviously you've probably heard you can smoke outside without being harassed. Um, so so let me just start from the beginning. So we have worked for a few years now in creating a bill called the Marijuana Regulation Taxation Act. And the governor had his own bill, which was the Cannabis Regulation Taxation Act. So Carta and Marta was, you know, the two bills. Martyr was obviously the bill of advocates, people who have experienced, you know, the harms of prohibition, defenders who are like, you know, obviously they're very experienced because they have clients. So we've worked together as small business owners, we work together in creating, you know, what this policy should look like. And so we worked for many years and worked alongside, you know, the, the, the legislators, the leaders who introduced the bill, um, um, Senator Cougar and Assembly Member People Strokes. Um, and, you know, they've been advocating, like, this is the bill that has to pass. But, again, if you know politics, has been, uh, it's just been hell, especially dealing with legislators who still have this mindset of that it's illegal. So, anyway, we had this bill. We've been fighting for our bill for a long time. You might have heard in the news the governor had this bill he was going to legalize, but his bill was really bad. So we were fighting really hard for our bill because his bad wasn't his bill wasn't going to give you opportunities to get into the market as a person of color. Mm. Um, it was going to criminalize you more for you know having cannabis. It was just terrible. It was awful, and so we were like that bill can't go through. So at the end, we're very happy that. Let's just say like 95% of our bill got through because they have to they had to negotiate. They call it a three-way negotiation. So that happened and they came out with what they thought was fair. And 95% of what we had in our bill is in that bill with, you know, about 5% that we still have to work on. So right now what that means is, yes, you can smoke outside. Um, but here are some notes. <laughs> 
um, it's legal where tobacco is legal to smoke. So they're treating it like tobacco. Um, so like in Central prison, it's not legal for you to smoke cigarettes in there, so you're not allowed to smoke marijuana either. So wherever cigarettes is not allowed, marijuana is not allowed. So NYCHA, public housing, is not allowed because mm. smoking cigarettes is not allowed, which is why we thought consumption lounges was important because we know that federal housing and a lot of housing does not allow tobacco smoking. So we don't want to create more, you know, put people homeless because they decided to heal themselves. But we still got to advocate for a federal level to change that. But that's a whole, you know, later fight. But just so you know, if you live in public housing, you still legally cannot smoke there because it's considered like tobacco. Um, is there going to be enforcement right now? Things we can talk about. But right now, wherever tobacco is allowed, you can smoke. People ask me, oh, can I walk up to a cop and blow smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? And I'm like, um, you know, I, I don't want, no, I don't want it. Don't do that. Like, you know, enjoy your marijuana. It's not necessary, you know, go to extreme. But I also don't like to tell people what to do, but that's not my advice. Um, and so, yeah, so the smoking street. Um, so like I said, that's there. What's also really good is they cannot stop you for smelling like weed. Ooh, that's a big wow. thing. That's probably the biggest thing here. Do you know how many of us have been stopped and frisked? A few for times. Smelling like weed. Wow. That's a lot of lives that, like, that's not a tool anymore to hurt us. And out of everything in that bill, like, that's the one that really makes me emotional because, like, it just feels so good because I don't, I can't tell you how many times, how, like, I'm sure you guys know. Uh, it smells <laughs> like weed inside this car. Can you guys get out, please? Thank you. And so it's really, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. officer, you can Febreze me, but you can't arrest me. Oh, Jamie. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, my. Exactly. No. Exactly. He was rolling one. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's really, really great. You know, that to me, I don't, you know, is the biggest, be most beautiful thing. Um, there's consumption lounges. And if you know anything about, you know, maybe Rose talked a little bit about Happy Monkey is one of those type of models, you know, where, you know, folks can, like a bar, you know, you go, like in Amsterdam, they have so many of them. You go in, you get your joint, you smoke. Now, and, you know, so that's something that's in the law. Um, another thing I just want to point out is that the build, we've created the framework. So, you know, like when you build a house, you do the framework, but then you got to do the plumbing, the insulation, and all that other stuff. That now has to come. So um, we're not over the hill yet, but we've got some really, really good um, things in, but we have a lot more fight to do. And, um, yeah, just if you have more questions, I, I can go on and on. <laughs> I have, I have an so overall good. question. Is like, since the city kind of is is... Um, needs money, right? What, did, did, was this kind of, did this become more of a priority because of kind of the city kind of hemorrhaging money right now and they see that this could be probably something that could boost the economy or does that have not enough anything to do with it? No, that was why the governor was trying to push it through now. Uh, Again, no, now yeah, we've no. been fighting for it. Why not, right? He's using right. a lot of hot water. But the reason why we, with our bill, because his bill was saying, 
I would he would decide how the money would be spent. And we were like, what? Who the you know who the fuck are you to say where the money's gonna be spent? And so that's why our bill was like, no, forty percent we, we had fifty percent to go to the community, so community reinvestment. So like a lot of the community based organizations that are doing a lot of work, like I partner with them in my tenant work because they're out there educating the tenants on their rights. I don't know if people are familiar, like people in the Bronx are CASA, um, Northwest Bronx, Met Council. These are a lot of advocates that are fighting for tenants and they've actually were responsible, you know, organizing for the rent laws that passed a couple of years ago. And so um, those people should be getting money, money to, to start educating the community to unprogram um, you know, the, the this whole idea that marijuana is a gateway drug and it's so bad. Oh, my God. Free for madness. So we, we fought for 50% of the community, but we got 40%. We um, So it was 40% to the community reinvestment, 40% towards education, um, 20% towards um Drug, tra- drug treatment safe um, safe programs because we 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 ha- we we if you go to 125th Street, you know unfortunately oh man like, zombie land we need more places safe and not like what we have available now but we really need to get folks some real help right it's 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 a mental they're not you know I hate people who call them zombies I understand where the term comes from but we need to get them help and so this bill puts the money back into the community, puts the money back into the social equity applicants. So people who have been the most targeted with prohibition should be the ones that I prioritize. Mm. So that's the way the bill is written, but it's not perfect, which is why we now got to fight still um, because they put some stuff in there we don't agree with. So we, we want, we got to continue fighting for it, but there is a lot of um, language to prioritize um, you know, the people who have been the experts when it comes to cannabis in marijuana, right? We are the experts, you know, and unfortunately in other states, you know, the people who are lighter than us are the ones getting all the money while we, we're, you know, we're here just waiting and waiting. And so we've seen what's happened in other states. And that's why we were like, nah, we don't want that here. Um, I guess. My my next question, uh, and it's really because I'm a gardener, people, and I see an opportunity <laughs> here. I'm already cultivating some soil in my backyard. I would like to know more about cultivating the marijuana. What are the laws around that? And is it attainable? Is it feasible? Is it something that, you know, someone like me, a little, you know, Joe Schmo, could actually uh, do in her own home? Yeah, I want to grow some. So yeah. I'm going yeah. to grow. Home grow is there, guys. Um, yes. It's up to six plants per, per, per household or per person, uh, per person. So, like, let's say it's you and your partner. You each can grow up to six plants. Um, so if there's three, yeah, I think it's only yeah, 12 yeah, per so household. Max of 12. Okay. And then, yeah, so you can't go, it can't reach the max, it can't go over five pounds because, you know, some plants can grow more, but you can't have more than five pounds. Um, so, yeah, up to five pounds you can grow in your home. Again, how, I just want to be very clear, too, like how this is going to play out, the process and all that still has to be determined. That's the... Um, the insulation and the plumbing part of the house that I was talking about. So we, it's there, but now what's that process going to look like? You know, all of this still has to be played out. And 
something else that's really important to know, and this is the part that I don't like about politics, and I'm really we're going to need all I'm going to need all of you to help push this, but they have allowed the governor to make the decision of the board. So there's going to be a whole bunch of boards. There's going to be a cannabis review board. There's going to be an equity officer. There's going to be an advisory board. The cannabis equity board is going to be a paid board. You cannot have any, um, the way it reads in the law right now, you cannot be in the business. You can't have interest because it's a conflict of interest. So they're going to be the ones to make decisions on how every process, how the permit process is going to play out, yada, yada, yada. The advisory board, which is supposed to be a representation of some community members, I personally think it's not enough. New York State is a big state. And right now, the number of people who are going to sit on the advisory board are 11 and five on the control board. And the governor is the one that's deciding who sits there. And I have a problem with that. And I think we all are. Wow. You... So, it's not over. It's not it's, over. It's just, just beginning. It's but for yeah, now, right, we're going right. to celebrate. Mark, I saw Brown yeah. a blunt. It's a little sad. I have no more weed. You know, when you're in Puerto Rico... <laughs> oh, no. Sis, no, but you should have called me. But I don't think I'm Puerto Rico and the first day. Oh, I knew where to get it, but I, I, I've already ran out. I smoked too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy. I mean, look, my last uh, question to you, Pilar, is you have this wealth of information and knowledge, and you're blessing us here on the podcast. Thank you so much. But is there another way that listeners can follow you or learn about what your or, you know, out there activating for, or, or I'm sorry, out there advocating for. Let me get my Thank vocabulary you, right. Thank you. Well, I just want to know how else can we follow your, you know, your your plight. We want to fight with you. How can we? Wait, you can definitely follow me on social media. So my, per I have a personal page, and then I'm working on my business page, which is really hard when you're doing all this damn work. But, um, you know, my personal page is. Pilars, so P-I-L-A-R-S underscore Orenda, O-R-E-N-D-A. Um, and I, there's a lot of a wealth of information there. And, I, you know, send me a message and I will get you whatever information I can. Um, my business is All That Jive New York City. So all underscore that underscore jive underscore New York City. Um, but it's still in the works. So that's why I don't really direct no one there. Uh, that's another part of when you're doing this work, it's hard to, like, get... Um, Trying to get my business going is hard because it's advocating is taking a lot of time, but you know, it's important. But yes, yeah, send me a message. I mean, you know, if you want to email me, it's P as Bilal de Jesus at ehp.nyc. Um, I'm, you know, I'm very humble and I'm all about information. There are going to be more community forums. We're going to have one next week in East Harlem. We're going to actually have a parade. So we're going to be oh. marching from 125th Street and Lexington Avenue to 111th Street to the People's Church, the church that the Lord's organized out of back in the 70s. Um, and then we're going to have our forum at 420. It's a family event, so kids are welcome. We're going to have um, child care services. And we're hoping to get the book in time. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the author to come, but he's going to send us the book. Um, there's a book called um, It's Just a Plant. 
and it's a children's marijuana um, children's book. What? So wow. I see it while the adults are learning about what happened in New York, um, we're going to have the kids do crafts and learn about um, the plant with someone, you know, who is an advocate, obviously. And because we're not here to encourage kids to do it, but we have to have these discussions. It's like the sex conversation. You know, we got to stop like, oh, marijuana is so bad. And I'm like, I'm also tired of the whole smell situation. Like, I kind of get it if you don't like tobacco and someone is smoking their weed and tobacco. But to me, why do we automatically have this negative towards it? We don't think about garlic like that. You know, um, I love the smell of garlic and onions. <laughs> and mm. so, I, so I want to... After I go to Olive Garden, yeah, yeah my, my, that garlic breath is kicking. <laughs> People don't complain about it, but you know. Right, and if I'm in like, if I'm in like a taxi that smells like curry or something, like I withstand it. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Right? Like... <laughs> I withstand it. So, like, weed smoke is really withstandable. I'm just saying. And it shouldn't have a negative stigma attached to it. Yeah. So, so we're going to have that event next Tuesday in East Harlem. It's an in-person event. You can register. It's on my page. The link is my bio. Um, there's going to be food provided for free. Um, there's yeah, munchies, yes. <laughs> munchies? I'm hungry now. You guys are talking about olive garden. Now I want, now I want the fucking breadsticks and the salad. <laughs> With some wine. Yeah. So, but we're going to have many of these. And we're going to also have one about, I didn't get to talk about this, but um, co-ops. Co-ops is another thing that folks should be thinking about when opening a business. It's a, you know, you're an owner and a worker and you make decisions as a whole. So, like, let's say myself, Rose, and Mark wanted to do a co-op. You know, we would create an operating agreement, work out. The, the, we would make the decisions as a whole. Like, it's not, I'm I'm above Rose or Mark, yada, yada. It's, it's equal. And um, it, it's, in my opinion, one of the best way to really put back in the, in the community and then also create generational wealth for our families and then learn to work together and build together. Because out of everything, that's most important to me that we build together um, because we're always working against each other. I'm so tired of that. We're wasting our energy when... We're so much more powerful when we're... Here's my analogy that I tell everybody. Care Bear Stare. So you know the Care Bears? They all got, like, different powers. So we all got different skills. So we just all line up our Care Bears, you know, power and just stare. We're, like, unstoppable instead of, like, trying to work against each other. So that's, you know, um, another thing that's in the bill that it's the first in all the bills in all the states. Um, to help folks who want to start working co-ops. And so... Nice. Yo, not for nothing, but there was a Smokey Bear in Care Bear. Remember the yeah. little guy with the freaking the four-leaf clover on his belly? That was not a four-leaf clover. That was cannabis, my friends. So there was a cannabis Care Bear. something with all of them, trust me. And that's all of us. Uh, but I also recognize that that's harder, you know, to do. But that's why we also all need shrooms. <laughs> that's another oh, conversation that's we can another, talk about. Yeah. That's, that's another yeah. That's another filibuster. That's another filibuster, <laughs> the mushroom filibuster. No, they already decriminalized it again. It's moving. Psilocybin is moving. New York is trying to get like Oregon. But you're not, you know, that's hap so that's happening. It's not going to happen this year. But um, stay tuned. <laughs> Ooh, we wow. 
Wow. We have got Oof. to have you back on this show, Pilar. You are like an encyclopedia with endless and really um, amazing and needed wow. information for the community. Thank you for all that you do. I feel like you're out there silently moving, but you're moving us forward at the same time. So thank you for your work. Thank you for being on our show. And I hope you'll come back. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I appreciate you having me. I, like I said, I think it's important to share this knowledge. It's like education is key, you know, and again, we're the experts. And so I, I want us to remember that because like I'm I didn't go to college. I, you know, I did high school, but like I don't have a degree. I'm just, you know, speak from the heart and I care about this. I don't. I don't feel like that's even necessary to have a degree in this. I'm an expert from the streets. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, you got uh, your degree uh, from the streets, son. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, thank you, guys. Please, one time for Pilar, La Problema y La Solución. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Thank you. We have to wrap our 420 episode, sadly, but wow, what an amazing turnout. Like, you know, I knew we were going to cover the topic. I knew we were going to make funny, funny, but wow, what education and just enlightening information that was shared. So I want to thank Rose and Mark for coming through. Please drop your socials and any projects that people should know about. Go for it. You guys can follow me on Instagram. I am Black Rose NYC. That's I-A-M, Black Rose NYC. And um, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Uh, Twitter's there, but I don't really mess with Twitter too much. I'm so Projects coming up. Happy Monkey is always on the agenda. So check out the um, next month's e-magazine. See who, who else I'm going to talk about that's high and hilarious. And uh, just, I don't know. We're just going to keep working. There's so much stuff. Oh, yes. I think yes, really quickly, yes, can yes. I just say, I want to encourage Rose to think about opening like a comedy, um, a comedy consumption type lounge. Ooh. Oh, that's always been a dream of mine where they sell burgers and fucking cotones. <laughs> you know, like I want both, both worlds. I want rice and oh, beans wow. and I want to sell like burgers and have a stage that's con but yes, that and I also have a comedy show coming up in Brooklyn the 16th. Um, comedy and crafts. Can't wait to tear the stage down there. Right, so. right. All right. And you, Mark, what's good? Word, you can mainly uh, follow me on Instagram um, at Mark with a C, M A R C underscore Rain, R E I G N. And uh, like I said earlier, you can, you know, stay tuned for Superblock. That's going to be a major thing. We're trying to get that on a really dope platform. Don't want to say just yet, but, you know, definitely stay tuned for that. And uh, I'm, I'm currently shooting three projects right now that should be um, out. Sorry. Sorry, call the phone call. Um, that should also be uh, coming out this year, uh, shooting Performing Hearts. Uh, shout out to Ramon. Um, Persante, I'm shooting um, The Boogie. Shout out to Luis Fernanda. That's going to be a, a, a super dope comedy feature that I can't wait to even get started. Um, also sh uh, shooting a boxing film called Hound Dog. Shout out to Gold Rush. Um, and I just recently shot something uh, really cool with uh, Give Yard. Shout out to G Mugs. And uh, so, you know, just staying in it. Mark is going to love it. I love it. I love it. Hollywood, Bobby. Ooh. It's gonna go there. Just put my hardest on to everything I do, you know, and uh, it just keeps going to the next thing, you know? Try so, to fit in some sleep. Try to uh, fit in some yeah. sleep somewhere in there. 
A yeah, couple yeah. hours. Sometimes. Only. No, you don't. Need... Self care. Self care is important. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. What a crew! Thank you guys so much. On that note, we Thank out. Thank you. Bye. Love y'all.